Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In a world where very few people embrace their global identity and seek to understand their neighbors, cross-cultural expert Tayo Roxon is on a mission to bridge this divide. Each week, he'll open your mind with insights from some of the global minds in the world. Get ready, take some notes, and learn how to be the best you that you can be. Welcome to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today's episode is an AMA, which is basically Ask Me Anything. And um, I'm just going to answer a few questions that you all have done for me. I'm still trying to figure out what the best length this episode should be, so bear with me. But um, I really have enjoyed the questions you've all been sending me, so I figure I might as well uh, answer them. Um, so let's go. What's the first thing? Can you talk about lessons from One Tree Hill and how it has helped you with your success? Well, thanks for this question. Many of you know that One Tree Hill is my favorite show of all time. And there was even a time when I used to open each episode with a One Tree Hill quote. But, um, you know, One Tree Hill for me is just, it's one of those deeply personal things. You know, some shows you just grow up with. And for me, you know, when I was sixth, seventh grade, I remember the show coming up, you know. And it, it aired at a time when I was in Burkina Faso in an American international school. And it was a time when I was searching for my identity, you know. I was really figuring out what I needed to do, how I needed to stand out or just fit in into this environment where, you know, I was this uh, skinny kid with a Nigerian accent in a French-speaking country in an American international school. And so, you know, watching, uh, you know, one of the main characters, Lucas Scott, you know, you know, find his way through basketball, which happens to be my favorite sport, I just sort of connected with that. And his character is is one that truly believes in the good of people like he loves to read and he loves to to encourage uh, people to be the best version of themselves and you know when you see someone that you can identify with at such a young age you just sort of gravitate towards that and over the span of the nine seasons that the that the show ran there were so many life lessons that i took from it you know the idea of being redeemable you know one of the characters in in the in the first season ended up being one of the best characters in the whole season the idea of hard work um you know beats talent you know there are many instances where you could see the characters go through hard times but their persistence paid off the idea of good always wins over evil when you 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 saw many many things bad things happen to someone and 
eventually, you know, someone staying true to who they were uh, worked out. And, you know, all these lessons were, were just things I didn't really see in other shows. You know, I, I thought that the show did a good job of having teaching moments. There were definitely soap opera-esque elements to, to the show, but there were many, many teaching moments. And for me, you know, going through the formative periods of my lives, having those teaching moments was, uh, was very important for me. And, and, you know, to this day, my favorite shows, whether it's um, even Parenthood, One Tree Hill, The Wire, uh, you know, all these shows, I, I definitely take away teaching moments. And those are things that I, uh, you know, I, uh, This Is Us, for example, is my favorite show right now. Those are things that I apply to myself. Um, so, yeah, good question. One thing I like about you is your energy in the podcast. You seem to have a way of making people laugh and uh, feel comfortable. How do you keep that up? Wow, thanks. That's the highest compliment you could pay me. I mean, for me, I, I'm a naturally energetic person, but I think you naturally feel energetic at things that you truly and genuinely love doing. I love talking, uh, if that isn't obvious, but I also love you know, um, using my curiosity to find out about people. And so on the podcast, for me, it's a conversation. I'm truly finding a way to figure out why they do what they do and what motivates them. And I'm, I'm consciously aware that there's an audience in 150 countries who are listening for the same sort of thing. So I try to just dig deeper to get them in their one most comfortable position but ask them questions that probably no one would ask them you know like why why do you do that how do you do that what makes you laugh about that because i feel like a lot of us you know we really want to know what it is that 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 is the blueprint for success i I mean i certainly like to look at the oprah's the um uh terence jays the ryan secrets uh the late nelson mandela people i admire in media and the activist world about you know i like to look at what they do and i genuinely just listen to every single word that they say in interviews because I'm looking for for tips that I can apply to myself. So, you know, just that that awareness of that and just my genuine curiosity is what makes me, uh, what keeps my energy up in that situation. How would you advise someone go about creating a business partnership based on your own experience? You know, for me, I've, <laughs> I've had several tries at having a business partner and, and they initially they failed uh, to be honest with you and I think a lot of times what my biggest mistake doing that was I sort of ran um, with the idea that you know people were excited about about the concept and I didn't truly evaluate for for skill set and for me I, I, the reason why I did that was I, I was way more excited about the potential of the success rather than actually seeing if they fit or complemented my skill set. So if you're looking for a business partner, I would always say first thing is first, know yourself. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And make sure that the person that you're, you're bringing on your team, one, is truly passionate about what, they're, what you're doing but also is passionate about the things that you're not passionate about. Um, Sandra, my business partner, uh, is the perfect partner for, for me with UID management because she cares about numbers in ways I truly don't. And I, you know, that's her thing, and she loves to consult and talk as well, but numbers and organization are things that she loves, and those are things that I run away from. And so when you find that, um, I definitely think that you should, you should you know, gravitate towards those type of things. So find people that are passionate about things that you don't care about while also simultaneously being passionate about the bigger picture. Uh, so there you go. 
What's been your best travel experience? Uh, best travel experience for me was uh, when I went to Greece, Turkey, and Rome on a school trip in 2010 or 11. I can't remember the year exactly. But it was uh, this tour trip. It was like a tour guide uh, that took a bunch of us. And it was part of our business school. And the reason why that's my favorite uh, travel experience is because you know some of the friendships i made there are still the ones that i I keep to this day santorini is where i want to honeymoon in i went to santorini it's a greek island and it's one of the most beautiful places in the world but i also learned a lot by myself you know there i got lost uh in a trip and it allowed me to really tap into the power of connection i started to learn what that truly means and the importance of that and um and, you know, it, it, it really reminded me of my passion for communicating across cultures. Nothing will test your communication skills when you get lost in a foreign country that you don't speak the language. But, yeah, I mean, and it's also another place for me to open my mind. You know, it showed me a different part of the world. I opened my mind and I um, learned more about communicating. So um, that Greece, Rome and Turkey trip for me is one of my fa- it's my favorite trip uh, of all time. Which guest left the deepest impression on you and why? I mean, this is so tough. I, I always get asked these questions, and I don't know how to answer them. Um, I will, I'll pick one just for the sake of, of answering this question. If you notice, if you look through the archives, I've had several episodes with Lena Abisagumwain. Now, Lena is a dear friend of mine, but before we interviewed, I, she wasn't a friend of mine. And she, you know, she's, she's someone who's younger than me. She's, she's 21, I think. Uh, yeah, 21, 21. And... Listening to her and understanding her passion, um, it was something I deeply resonated with because, like me, she grew up, you know, as, as a you know as a child of a diplomat. But she had such ambitious goals to change the world that I resonated so deeply with that. And the reason why I resonate so deeply with that is because I believe that each and every one of us has the capability. Um, to change the world, and so when I I come across people that are younger than me or my age who are just gung-ho on being um this this change maker i don't know it really gravitates towards me and with her i was even more impressed with the fact that she speaks six languages um and she goes after it i love people that just focus and they go action they're action oriented um they're not afraid of the failure uh they're actually more afraid of not doing what it is that they were meant to do so i lena left the the, the deepest impression of me, I can say right now, I mean, it's hard for me to pick one. I mean, there are many, but if I had to pick one, I'll probably say Lena right now because it was a good reminder to me. But when you see someone that sort of mirrors you, it inspires you in such a way that you can't really explain. So um, I'll say Lena Abisogamoyan. Lena Abisogamoyan. I never know how to pronounce the last name, but I hope I'm doing the justice. What are your favorite sports? Uh, favorite sports, basketball, then soccer and tennis. Uh, and then after that, American football. Who's your favorite athlete of all time? LeBron James, no question. I mean, LeBron. <laughs> How many brothers do you have? I have two younger brothers. This is going to be the last question. What is your idea of success? My idea of success is achieving your greatest potential. I think if we each are able to get to the level where we have truly maximized our potential and done the best that we can to uh, make a dent in the world, that to me is success. That to me reaches fulfillment. That's That to me is when you reach fulfillment. And that to me is when you've really done what you're supposed to do to make a difference. That's why I use your difference to make a difference for me is the mission statement and, it, and it's so personal. Okay. Thanks so much for all the questions. 
As always, please keep sending them. I'm happy to be answering them. I just love the fact that you you all actually care about things that I do. I mean, it's so humbling. I you know, especially for this guy that used to be so shy, and so it's it's so humbling. And um, I'm honored that you care about uh, opinions. Um, so please keep sending them to email, Twitter, whatever you feel, or Instagram, wherever you feel like um, is your communication vehicle of choice. But till next time, use your difference to make a difference you've just been listening to the as told by nomads podcast for more ways to reach out to tayo and to use your difference to make a difference head over to www.tayoroxon.com Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you.